Hey, how's it going? Welcome back. We're here with episode two. Thanks for tuning back in. Is that like an old-fashioned saying, tuning in? No one tunes into anything anymore. Thanks for turning the dial to Happy Campers. Turning that dial on your radios. Thanks for clicking your iPod Touch. Do people have iPod Touches Everyone has iPod Touches. Oh, I don't have one. Everyone has anyone. I have an old-school classic. Um, All right, so here we are back with episode two. Of Happy Campers Podcast. Of Happy Campers Podcast. And we're very excited to be back. I'm Julia Linden. I'm Sammy Moskowitz. And uh, we're still your co-hosts. We haven't fired each other yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, but we hope you guys enjoyed last week's and that you told your friends. And we're excited to bring you some hot new episodes. Uh, this first one, we are going to be chatting it up about bunk shows. I think, I don't know if they're the called... Theater. Bunk show. Yeah, camp theater. Performance. Yeah, camp plays. We, d- we really want to explore like all aspects of camp and I we feel like a lot of camps have a theater aspect whether or not it's every bunk has to do a show the whole like every every week or if it's there's one big camp play Mm -hmm. um so we wanted to bring on some guests that could bring on some varying perspectives about that and talk to us about their experience in Camp and the theater. I think it's going to be good. We got some cool people, uh, and I think every person kind of has their own little thing about if they were like the star of the shows or if they were, you know, the one line parts. As I like to say, uh, we're we're really here to suss out the Tevias from the town's person number threes of the world. It's a fiddler on the roof reference. The for Anna, all my the Anna Tevkins number three. The what? Remember the town in Fiddler is called Anatevka? Oh, I remember that very sad song about leaving all your belongings behind. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, All right, so our camp specifically was pretty unique because um, every bunk did a show every summer. So there were seven age groups, and there were eight weeks in camp. So you were basically taken out of, like, sports general activities for one week just so you would be a theater major, basically. Right, and every Saturday night there was a bunk show. And uh, so from bunk one to bunk 12, so 9 to 15, you were in one show every summer. And these shows totally range. Like, we would do Disney shows. We would, you know, you you had your Aladdins. You had your... Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, but then you got your Fiddler on the Roofs. You guys and dolls. Guys and dolls. Annie. Annie. Grease. My bunk did cats. Oh my God. Which was, I mean, I believe a, a Broadway critic called it uh, terrible. I honestly, it could have been the best production of Cats Known to Man, and I still would have hated it because I hate the show Cats so much, like truly, madly, deeply. But I know that was like your breakout performance, wasn't it? No, they couldn't tell which cat. My parents were there and they're like, we didn't know which one you were. You all <laughs> looked like cats in black and uh, face paint. Um, what were the shows that you were in? Uh, so Cats, Fiddler. Obviously. Uh, I was in Schoolhouse Rock. And that was kind of exciting because I, for some everyone else in my bunk had grown up and like knew all the music of Schoolhouse Rock. 
but I didn't know any of the songs. Oh, what a good one. I distinctly remember that show because our friend Shar was wrapped in a sheet and she oh, was she the was, bill. Oh, she was just a bill. Yeah, yes, so she was great. Yeah, yeah, so she was amazing. Uh, I remember my or one of the parts was just like, Reginald was home with the flu. <laughs> the doctor knew just what to do. As you guys can tell, I... You're so talented. Awesome. Can you sing some more, please? What else did you do? You're you were in so oh, 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 the my wi- other big part W was, Wiz. There uh, a Wizard of Oz type yeah, we one. Did that. <laughs> I was a, a poppy, which was a flower, and I had another <laughs> poppy, Jen. And the two poppies were supposed to come out like between the first and second act and sing a little song that just went do 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 do. But I kept messing up the pitch, if there was a pitch to that song or the tone. <laughs> so they ended up song. putting on a boombox and just playing a little melody. And what did and you told do? us to go out there again in our poppy flower costumes and mouth the, like, the lyrics. <laughs> Do-da-dee-da. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so my shows were Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh, Wizard of Oz, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Also, we just found out that Gene Wilder died, so very R. sad. R.I.P. Gene. Love Charlie. Love him. Um, then, uh, when we were 13, we did Grease, which was my breakout role. I was cast as Sunny, there was one some of the T-Birds. There was bending going on. There was. Well, we, we were all girls camp, so all the boys' roles, we played boys' roles, and I was almost always cast as a boy. I was taller than everyone else. And I think my voice was a little deeper. Maybe. 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 Um, what? You got a problem? You got a problem? You got a problem. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the next summer, Bunk 11, I was Daddy Warbucks and Annie. And then the summer after that, uh, in Guys and Dolls, I was Sky Masterson, which is mm. the the lead in that show. Um, it was That was really, like, I did not expect to get either of those parts. And then also I remember for Daddy Warbucks, uh, for the dress rehearsal, which was always the Friday night before the show, mm-hmm. um, we, they tried to get me to wear a bald wig. like, like a, It was like a swim cap, essentially, a skin-toned swim cap. Right. And I put it on and I went out. And our, the, your counselors watched the dress rehearsal. And I went out and all of our counselors just burst out laughing and they were like peeing themselves laughing so hard and I couldn't get any lines out because I was laughing so hard it was so bad so they didn't I didn't wear the the wig the bald cap I love that yeah it was pretty funny um I had a theater yeah I had a cool experience my final summer Mm -hmm. where I finally got as you can tell by the poppy role and other small appearances in cats as a random cat as a stray cat (laughs) a stray cat (laughs) you decided not to name you were an angelical cat no, I had one line in that one. It went, are you mean like a minx? Are you mean like a lynx? What was your favorite? What was your best line? That. That was your best line of that, all time? hands down. Hands down. Okay, so keep going with your okay, story. Okay, anyway, so the oldest age group, I finally got a big role, and it was great because I did my one thing is, not one thing, I have many things that I'm very bad at, but I cannot sing, and that always meant that I would never really get any big parts because they always included solos, but in bunk 12 the oldest bunk i did fiddler on the roof and i best, was cast best as camp show ever yenta yenta the matchmaker the matchmaker well what a good part i love her yenta, it was yenta, so yenta. exciting yenta. exactly yeah. exactly 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 yeah uh 
I was thrilled to like be given this opportunity. Juliet Warner was the head of was the director of all the bunk shows that year, and she you know she took a chance on a young Jewish on an girl, unknown just kid, trying to do a little you know matchmaker impression, and it was inspiring. And I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. I learned <laughs> just by reading the script. I just I just I everyone said Yenta, but it, it spelled. With an E, not an A at the end. Yeah. So I kept, like, finally people had to shake it out of me. I kept being like, Yenti, Yenti, Yenti. <laughs> I kept calling her Yenti. Uh, and that was wildly wrong. And then you had to be corrected. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but the fun part about that show is I always, you know, was proud of it and, and really enjoyed being a part of it. And then years later, based on that performance, I like to say, and just, like, her as a person and our relationship, uh, Juliet and I stayed in touch. And once I was in college and started to, figure out what I was interested in and that I wanted to pursue television and comedy, I reconnected with Juliet and she was a producer at The Daily Show with Jon Stewart and she remembered me and, and that whole experience we had had and I got to talk to her about the show and she ended up recommending me for an internship and kind of helping me launch your career, career into yeah. TV and, and all that stuff. So I'm extremely grateful to Juliet and... Uh, just like whoever wrote Fiddler on the Roof. All right. So we're going to be uh, bringing on a few guests and we can't wait. Thanks for coming on this journey with us. All right. We're back. We're recording. And we are here with two of our awesome guests who did not go to camp with Julia and I. We just found them. We found them on the street. We, they asked us, and we just walked in. Yeah, we were like, uh, we just put a sign outside Julie's apartment building. That's that said, New York City, people. Campers needed, and these guys came in. Um, all right, so our guests today are Brian and Lee. Do you hi, guys, hi. Hi. Hey, hey, guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Do you guys want to tell us a little about yourselves? Sure. Uh, I'm Lee. Uh, I already forgot the uh, list. Of, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, Tell us your. Uh, uh, I went to Westmont for like I think ten. I went for ten years in a row, and then went back for one year as an adult after like a hiatus. An adult camper. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lived with six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. No, I went back. I was like twenty-seven after not having been there since like college. Right. Uh and your favorite camp tradition? Whew. <laughs> uh, did you guys have sing at your camp? No. Tell, tell us, us what is. that is. Okay. Um, I'll so, sit back so, for this one. So you have division sing and you have color war sing. I'll just go with division sing. So you like you pick a theme. Let's say like uh, like witches. <laughs> so if you're like no, with you. yeah, none okay, of this is so, weird so far. So then. That's like your division's theme, like your like your age, yeah. like your age your, division. Yeah. Okay, your division has like three bunks in it with everyone in your age. Yeah, we call that an age. Group. We call it an age okay. group. Okay, so you, we're with you. So division, division, age group, same. Right, we got gotcha. you. Um, and then the counselors would write like so. You have four songs. You have an opening, which is like your theme, like "Hey, we're the witches." Yep. <laughs> Again, this all relates. This we all have sounds these very, very, I think, very I think when you write it to pre-existing songs, like "Hey, hey, we're the yep. witches." Yeah. <laughs> People say we're witching around. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, that's good. Then you have like a march, which is when you make fun of people oh. and stuff. Ooh. Okay. Uh, when what would that sound like? Like a roast. 
Kind of. Sort of. Yeah, okay. like if there's like gossip that's happened, Ooh, yeah. okay. you like bring it up. Yeah. Like, what is this witch weather? Sunglasses during the day. Oh, Brian's just going to sing everything this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking great, about great. sing. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you have an alma mater, which is like a sappy sad song it like, doesn't have to do with your theme it's just like we love camp so much i want to come back next year exactly. more. and then you have a closing which is kind of like an upbeat <laughs> yeah like thanks so much for coming of, yeah. to our show <laughs> we're the best division in camp <laughs> he's a witch okay so so when is this performed um, it's like a few weeks into camp, probably. And like, does every division do it on the same day? You have upper camp and lower camp. Okay. So all the like little kids do theirs one night and then like a few days or weeks. Time is so confusing at camp. Because, so like, confusing. Maybe it happened. It didn't, it definitely didn't happen on the same day, but it could have happened the next day, but I just have no. And it felt like concept. it was six yeah. and a half weeks yeah. later. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Eight weeks is, like it, three is a years. microcosm. <laughs> so it's like, sure it's eight weeks, but like. It literally feels like the whole like year. Yes. Yeah. So. But you uh, know that upper camp does it on one day, lower camp does it another day. That's awesome. That sounds really fun. Okay, Brian, go for so, it. So my name is Brian. Um, I went to two camps. I went to Kenny Brook in upstate New York, and then Westmont with Lee. Um, uh, total about eight years, um, split between the two. Um, uh, <coughs> but if someone asked me like, "What camp did you go to?" I would always say Westmont. And um, my favorite tradition, I think it's just color war. So our camp did not have color war. Well, you went to a shitty camp. (laughs) Oh, we went to a (laughs) non-competitive camp. (laughs) Uh, It was a non-competitive camp, in quotes. a shitty camp. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, so we did have, so what it was called at our camp was team sports. And we had two teams, and... Uh, they com- every weekend you competed Saturday land sports, Sunday water sports. Our teams and we- had really badass names. They were called the brown team <laughs> versus the tan team. Yeah. <laughs> brown versus tan? Brown versus tan. I feel like it would be really hard to like get shirts for like... like no uh, shirts. My, maybe my call of what a tan shirt is different. <laughs> no shirts. Yeah. Like, like, hey, that's literally a before every team sports, we spend 15 to 20 minutes singing songs about how it doesn't matter who wins. And then There's like seven then, songs in a row yes, called Unity seven Songs. Seven songs are called Unity Songs. What? Everybody holds hands and sings these songs. So you spent your summer in a cult. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what camp is. Though. And you yeah, did basically. It, but did you play like sports at other times? Yes. And you were allowed to compete, but not based on teams. Like you didn't play. So you only were You're teams. Always mixing it up. You're only on your teams on the weekends. Okay. And it, and then after the game was done, they we sang another song about how like. We played, but we are still friends. And then we went to lunch. This like, is genuinely boggling my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we kept score, and then at the We're end... We're all a bunch of pussies. <laughs> we are not doing well in the world. No. So, so did, did the points accumulate over the weekends? Over the entire summer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They accumulate, and then at the end of the summer, there's a, a relay race. And like Apache? Yes. It's like Apache. It goes throughout the whole camp, yeah. and it like starts with like campers waking up in beds on the sports field and like putting on their uniform really fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. It goes all around the whole camp. But the tr- the trick is is that the the whoever wins 
the amount that they win by is like if you're the losing team, it's like if you win relay, you win team sports for the whole summer. Right, right, right. There's so like you like the if you're behind by thirty points, like relay is worth thirty one points. Mm. Do they then, announce? Then do they win. announce the scores the whole summer? No. So you, so I think really I have just, no recollection no, of like if we were no up and concept down. of that. I knew about my own we have personal. team captains who they their job is to keep track of the scores. But like <laughs> I really love talking to people from different camps just to like see like what is similar and what is not and like how that carries yeah, over. Things like, that pop out that are like yeah. oh I didn't realize I that. This is brand new to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Wait, so what was color war like at your camp? Just like blood? Yeah. It was competitive. Very competitive. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's definitely changed okay. recently, but like that could also just be from like a nostalgia standpoint that everything changes no matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. So Color War, at the end of this year, was um, five, five or six days, depending on how it fell during the summer, and the camp would be split into two teams. So each division... The would, tan team. The tan the team. The And the Tanner lighter tan team. team. <laughs> um, the no. taupe team. So and they just it, got back from Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it would be white and blue at our camp, and um, good so, colors. Yeah, half the team was half the camp was white, half the camp was blue. The lunchroom was split up into white and blue, um, and uh, and then you would play your div- your division was split in two. Uh, so you know you would be playing your own division in sports, and then that would accumulate the points. And every yeah. division did that. Um, you'd have swim meet, all that. But every night during color war, um, and color war teams were drafted. Like, the generals were picked, and then each division was split into two, and the generals would actually draft their teams pre- previous to, like, color war being breaking. Um, so you'd choose which... And, they, and the division leaders would split their, te- their divisions up into, like, some good sports kids were on one side, other good sports kids were on the other side. Mm-hmm. The create, some creative kids were on one side, the other creative kids were on the other side. So you could draft a side and, and say, like, I want... Div- I want this side of the division for my team because they have this kid who's a great basketball player in that division because you've been seeing him play all summer. But like you also have this creative kid who can help us write the skits or help us write. So is, is nighttime when all the creative stuff happens? More or less. Yeah. Tell me about that. Cause I, when I think of color war, I just think of sports and I'm more into the, yeah. uh, the nighttime activities. So every, well, the in nighttime more sense activities. Than in all yeah. senses. Um, <laughs> hoot hoot. We, Night owl. Um, so during each meal, during lineup, there'd be little skits. Um, so the, 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 we write these little skits and you'd, you'd make fun of the other team or it'd be like propaganda for your own team to like pump them up and then you'd get points for that. Um, so that was kind of a mini version of the theatrical stuff. But the whole week, you're writing sing. So as, but, so there's we a, know what sing is. A, yeah, oh, now you do. <laughs> but there's a color war specific sing. Okay. No witches in this No one. witches. Well, and, and, oh, so and there's, like, there's two sings throughout there's the There's division yeah. sing, there's, and then there's color there's war sing. There's division sing, which is like, hey, introducing yourself to the camp. More and or then, less, yeah. And then like branding you're like, yourself. Almost. And then yeah. you are split into your teams, and you're like, we are the blue team sing. Yes. Okay. But you're t- every, the color war teams have names. They're very specific. Like What kind of names? Like, um... Athletes versus vagabonds. Well, that, no. Was that? no. <laughs> Not, that's Athletes the wrong Athletes versus like yeah. vagabonds? Yeah. No, They're no. usually like opposites. They're usually opposites. That was terrible. No, that was two Jeez. years. That was two years. Like, athletes and intellects, which was essentially just nerds and jocks. That, and then you're thinking of vagabonds and... Like rich people. Like yeah. Golf pros and tennis hoes? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so it would be stuff like that. Um, 
But you would write your thing specific to that. So it would be like, we're the aristocrats. We're here to say something, something, something. We're really, we got a lot of money. Um, um, so like, oh, very so you, classist. Yeah. yeah I know. Oh, definitely. Um, so it would be the same structure as um, Sing, but you would, what Glee left out before is that you, they're also skits interwoven into everything to kind of tell a story. It's funny. You make fun of people. Uh, and that's the last night of Sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. The la- Sing is the last night of Color War. So okay. it's like the second to last night of camp. Right. So when it ends, like emotions are high. I mean, they announce Real the winner, high. and then nobody cares who really won. Everyone's just so sad to be saying goodbye to everybody. Right. You know, um, you can you can cross. Are, the I'm line. very curious. What are the numbers we're dealing with here? How many people are at this camp? Maybe like when we were there, maybe like. 250 or 300. 300. Okay, so about 300, like 150 guys, 150 girls. Mm. Probably more than that. Maybe maybe 400. Maybe 400. Now it's like six, 700 people. Oh, so it's yeah. really grown. It's very different. Wow. So Sammy and I, our camp, 150 girls. That's it. So you yeah. knew everybody. Everyone, yeah. All right, so uh, let's do some rapid fire questions. Awesome. Sure. Um, all right, so... These have to do with the theme of this show is in fact not a uh, color war. It's camp theater. So sure. uh, these guys are some got a bunch of vagabonds on this. We show. got some vagabonds. Some like what? A, yeah, I don't know what you just said. Um, <laughs> I was what making was, a vaudeville. Record. Like that's what I was trying to say. Sure. Um, all right. So what was your biggest role in a camp show? Well, for for me, I don't. I'm not, like, a performer in any way. Okay. So to give you a sense of how big the shows were, I was in Greece, and I was Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Greece, too. Remind me who, which one's Marty. She sings Freddie, uh, My Love. Um, she's not the beauty school dropout, is she? No. no. That's... Um, she sings uh, Freddie, My Love, I Miss You More. She's the one with her, like, diamond drops in the macaroni. And oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I like yeah. her. Um, I did Greece too. I was sunny, because we were on girls' camp, so... <laughs> <laughs> So I was a T-bird. So that, like, there was a lot of, like, fake parts just written so that, like, everyone got in the play. Mm -hmm. But I got a, like, name role. Yeah. So you're famous. No, no, that's just, like, the level. Like, I'm not that good. (laughs) But I got, you know, a pretty substantial. You had a T. You were a T. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was also in West Side Story. Was, so was there one show for the whole summer or like two per one so. per session. One. I, I think, think it was one. one and the, the whole, whole camp could be in it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you weren't required to do it. No. no, no. And people were super supportive at camp. Like I never felt as if like, if I did the show, people would be like, Oh, that idiot's doing like, everyone's like, cool. Can't wait to see it on Friday night or whatever it is. Right. Like, despite us talking about how competitive everything was, it was a very tight knit community. It used to be, I don't know if you were there at this point, but it used to be that the play was the day before visiting day, so your parents could come the night mm. before and watch it, so that was like uh, an incentive to get kids in the show. So your parents would oh, get to, you get to see your parents the day before everyone yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Brian? Um, so I didn't do any shows at Westmont. I did some at Kennybrook, like we did Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. We did the whiz. So <laughs> 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 these little Jewish kids doing the whiz, easy on down the road. Um, so that, that those were fun. Uh, we did Robin Hood at one point, but in skit at camp, like the kids, a lot of the kids were featured, and I happened to be featured in a lot of those skits. Okay. Um, so, but that's where you really got like, if we're gonna talk like recognition, like I know now I know who this kid is. Like if you executed well in skit, 
then like people kind you get made a name for yourself and things like that at camp. And so I would say that almost like doing well at skit and like performing in skit, whether it be for color war or for your own divisional sing was kind of like where kids really performed and like grew as like creative people. Mm-hmm. Uh, These are not rapid fire answers. I know, we're <laughs> not. Oh, Ryan. It's fine. Oh, should I ask the next question? Sure. Rate your singing voice from heavy smoker to Adele at camp and like maybe now probably. Well, <laughs> clearly I got some roles. So Adele level. We're dealing with an maybe Adele. We're dealing with here. an Adele over I here. I might be an Adele. Great. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, Does Adele have like a mom? Maybe I'm Adele's mom. Adele's, Adele's, mom? Yeah. Adele's yeah. like slightly smoking Someone gave mom. birth to Adele. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is she God's gift? Probably. <laughs> At camp, it was less about how good you were and how willing you were to put yourself out yeah, there. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's true. You so, could get through a lot with just like confidence. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. you could yeah. be a 10, even though you were like a one in real life, but as long as you exuded that confidence, yeah. like you were, like people wanted to hear what you had to say. There like, definitely were kids that would like go, we had talent shows a lot and there were always kids that would like sing in the talent show, but no one ever wanted to hear from them because they like took it took so it seriously. seriously. Yeah. Like, people yeah. just, just want to be entertained. Yeah, but sure. if you were just confidently singing, you know, whatever you wanted. And people loved it. Yeah. I think that's how I landed my two largest roles as Daddy Warbucks and Sky Masterson. <laughs> You were typecast. <laughs> I think I was. You were, you were the, <laughs> I was the tall. strong male lead. Uh, I was the strong male lead. Uh, it's what happens with a heart at all The tough exterior yeah. with a heart of gold. That, that was it. That was it. That's my... Jebediah. Jebediah. Je- Ob- it's Obadiah. 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 Uh, awesome. All right. So that wraps up our rapid fire questions. And now we're going to dive into what Sammy and I are... The pool. The deep end. Real, yeah. yeah, the pool. Uh the lake. Come on. <laughs> we had a lake and a pool. Oh, um, Ooh, you're one of those camps. We those called those camps, camps Jappy Jappy. Camps. Camps. <laughs> I mean, I, well, when I first If you call us a there, shitty camp, <laughs> we'll call you a Jappy camp because you have fun. a pool. We didn't get the pool until like, I was like 15. They made you guys oh, dig it yourselves, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that was an activity. That was an elective. Yeah, <laughs> don't scare it. Dig a hole. But yeah, so we are so excited to talk to you guys about this awesome musical that you wrote together. Uh, we have lots of questions. I'm going to let Sammy kind of explain it to our listeners. Um, we already answered the first one. Okay, so uh, actually, I would really like you guys to explain the premise of the show. That would be great. I've listened to the songs, but I feel like you, obviously, as the writers, have a better idea of... It's so funny. We're going to play a song from it a little bit later. But um, uh, yeah, tell us what it's about. Tell us what's going on with it. Um, so you got the gist of like what our color war was like so did we say the name of the show it's called the color war the summer campy musical just in case we haven't said that yet <laughs> let's all say it together <laughs> color war, war the, the summer, summer campy, campy musical. musical great so what? essentially <laughs> what it is is we were missing we lena hang out we write a lot of comedy and skits and whatever together and then we're just um, generally silly we're just generally silly people and camp people bring out the silliness absolutely oh, for sure. and we, we were like in a phase where we were like really missing camp and specifically color war because it was like on facebook or someone was posting about it whatever the case may be and um and so we started just like improving songs about like color war just like joking around and we thought like wait this is actually kind of a good idea so we wrote it we just like wrote it essentially what it's about is it takes place during Color War, but the idea is is that's like this takeoff on Romeo and Juliet where the blue general and the and the white general are dating and they're on different teams and it's essentially about like them and their group of friends, you know, trying to make it all work. Should we explain what generals are? 
I mean, team do, captains, right? Yeah, but you, like, that's like a, you work really hard to get that. Like, those like are the, I assume that's like the most popular guy and the most popular No, no. not necessarily. Oh, ooh, okay. Because you have, like, kids that are popular with the other kids, but, you know. But these people, like, respected by yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I get it. They have you. to be respected yeah. by adults. But they have, they're respected by adults also, yeah, but they're also, there's a ton of energy that can pump a crowd up. Yeah, pep they're, and spirit. Absolutely. So much pep, so much so spirit. So, much pep, but you're so earning this, not just that summer, but, like, your whole camp career. Um, okay, so, so the, they, musical, the, the plot yeah. of this musical, boy, boy and girl. girl on different teams. Um, he gets, she's trying to prove herself because she feels like people don't take her seriously. That she's just like the most, the, she's the popular girl who just like kind of got it because she's popular. Mm-hmm. But she wants to prove that she's like actually incredible at this. Then there's the very popular boy who has been always was going to get general like his entire career, like he knew he was always going to get it. Mm-hmm. Now he's nervous that he's not going to live up to the hype that is what he is. And so they're on different teams, they're dating, and it's them kind of managing that expectation of themselves. And then, you know, there are minor characters who are trying to prove themselves, and one of them has to overcome a terrible nickname. Another one... What's the nickname? His name is Dudu David. Because <laughs> one time he made a doo-doo. He made a yeah. doo And his name is also David. Yes. Um, it would be funny if his name was Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Doo-doo Peter. He'd be Peter. The big reveal at the end. His name is Doo-doo Doo-doo David, yeah. but his name is Peter. Doo-doo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I get what you're saying. That went over my head. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then they're like little characters. But our favorite character is Lori. And Lori, Lori is the director of the camp. And she, it's a story, with, it's a play within a play. So, like, the play is her flashback while she's, like, telling the audience She's talking directly to the audience about like what to expect from camp and color war. And then she like goes to this whole thing just to tell them about like safety tips. But she's this like 50-year-old Jewish mother with like a fanny pack and she runs the camp and sounds a lot like our director. Yeah, I'm... I mean it's everyone knows that this character. So we're really proud of it. It took us a while and it's 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 quite good. It's great. The music is so fun. I sent it to Allison and Julia this week and they both emailed and they were like, We love I loved you since lunch. <laughs> That's my fave too. That's I love that one. <laughs> Um, awesome. Shout out to Josh. Yes, Shout our composer out to Josh. Josh is amazing. Who What's went his to last a, name? Frylick? Mm-hmm. He went uh, to a camp near ours, but like for talented kids. Yeah. <laughs> what was that called? French Woods. Oh, oh that's the I've theater one, French right? Woods. French Woods is yeah. like a specific theater yes. camp. Yeah. Um, he went there and we met him through a couple of friends and we pitched this idea to him. He's like, great, I'm in, let's do it. So awesome. he, Lee and I wrote the, Lee and I wrote the script. Um, I wrote a lot of the lyrics um, and then uh, Josh and I wrote, um, I wrote like the melodies too. And then Josh kind of wrote the, wrote the actual songs and like put it all together. So he's, it's the three of us that are really putting this together. So what's going, so you've worked, shopped it before, or you did a couple readings of it before? Yeah, we did some readings and then we did like a full workshop of it, like a smaller workshop. And Lee and I right now are editing it and kind of tightening it up. And we've rewritten some songs and taken some songs out and added some songs and, um, restructured a lot of the plot. So, um, you know, the idea is to do, like, a full reading for potential investors and things like that, at least within the next year. Great. Have you thought about uh, going back and doing it at the camp? Yes. That's more small scale. We're talking big yeah, investors, yes, money, Broadway. I truly don't know how it would read at camp. Because... It's based on your camp, right? Yeah. yeah? Okay. But, but all the jokes, like, a like fictional for, camp. I don't know if kids would really, like... Get appreciate it. it. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that they would get it, but it's... It's a, more of a nostalgia piece. Yeah, yeah. okay. Makes sense. And, and the first uh, draft of it was very Westmont-specific, and it doesn't read because, you know... So we, we kept the specificities of certain aspects of camp, but now the jokes are, you know, broader. 
so that it's more accessible and doesn't alienate anybody who went to camp. Um, we understand yeah, this concept. <laughs> we're we're sort we are of battling that. Yeah, ourselves. we're struggling yeah. with that ourselves. So it's just you know. So that was one of the early issues that Lee and I had, and we had to sit down and be like, we love our camp, but this needs to be broad, broader. Yeah, right. Great. What's your favorite song? From uh, from uh, Color War, <laughs> or and you can tell us your favorite song in general if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or your favorite camp song. song. <gasps> your favorite camp song, and sing it for us, Brian. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite song from Color War is "Doo Doo David." That's funny. I like that one. I, I, I really enjoy that one, and I also enjoy um, "To Me You Are Camp." I think that one's fun. Um, yeah, I'd say that's probably my favorite. It is a great song. Love that song. Now we're going to play a clip from Color War, the musical. Here we go. I first came here to make some friends. To get away while fall time pens. And I, I can finally clearly see that I ended up with a summer family. Because camp is not just the physical things. Not the lake or the courts or the gymnastic rings. It's the people that you meet and the people you do. To me, you are camp, and I hope I'm that to you. That was a clip from To Me, Your Camp from Color War the Musical. We were going to tell some stories. Do you guys have any like funny bunk yeah. show story or camp show stories or just camp stories in general? We'd... So, when you were talking about your Amish thing, it reminded me. I don't know if I've told you this. I remember the first time I like was aware of who you were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't, know, I don't know what this was for. But so you came kind of late, right? You were what? Did, did I, I, my first year at Westmont was Cavalier. Okay, so how maybe, old were you? Uh, fourteen. Oh, old. But I've been going to the other camp. For a oh, long we know, time. but that doesn't that count doesn't in count. their eyes. That you're doesn't right, count. Right. 
You're we, absolutely right. So, so I, came in, camp- I was this like weird fourteen year old, like starting camp a little late. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like I've been to a lot of test camps. Kids are bar mitzvahs. <laughs> like, what's he doing here? He wasn't invited to any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I, I guess it wasn't your first summer because I think you were a Popeye when this happened. So a Popeye is that's like the oldest boys. boys. You can be. It's because the last three years of being a camper is Cavalier, Lower Popeye, Upper Popeye. Oh, ours are, uh, you know, bunk 10, 11, and 12. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's a numerical system that makes sense. <laughs> oh, bunks also had names. All right. Um, keep okay, going. So <laughs> sorry, we're getting, we're getting off track. So, uh, like arguing, like, no, our bunks had names. <laughs> Carvalugers. <laughs> <laughs> there was, like, some, like, event at night or, so, or whatever it was, and you were sitting in the gym fully. The gym? <laughs> Like yeah, it was gymnasium. next to the pool. Yeah, yeah, right? Where did you, like, meet? Like, uh, the main the house. The main house or the that's arc. That's probably what. Like, that's where the stage is in the gym. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, it's not like Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> nope, now it is. It's 100% yeah, it's cool Equinox. Yeah, you're just imagining we went just, to camp in Equinox. You know, Equinox. you guys were coming out of spin class. And <laughs> we were yeah, at the gym bar. Spa hour was really great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you were covered in green... Uh, face paint, and I think you were dressed as Puff the Magic Dragon, <laughs> and you like skipped around the gym. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. That was the first time I was ever aware of who you were, and you were just—I didn't know who you were. And in my mind, I was like, "Who is this fucking asshole that is coming in? <laughs> who the fuck dressed is dressed like this? a dragon, <laughs> skipping around? <laughs> <laughs> who does he think he is? He got here late. You got yeah, here late. Yeah, that was the first time I was really ever aware of who you were. Uh, you were dressed as." I'm pretty sure you were dancing to Puff the Magic Dragon. I probably, I don't know why. I it was probably know. a talent show. Could have been. Oh, that I think was we did Brian's talent. talent. My was, talent show yeah, was, was skipping and dressing up. <laughs> but like, so if you were, I was probably 17. Or yeah, maybe. I was 14. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that. That's a good story. <laughs> that was a good story. There is a photo. Did he have wings on? That, yeah, why don't you find that and send that over? We'll post I that will. to the Instagram. Great, great, great. <laughs> uh,. Do you have any, Brian? Do you have? I. When did you first notice me? Ooh. <laughs> right now. <laughs> we just met. We just met. Just we met when we got you off the street. Um. Funny camp story. Um. No, but I'll, I'll, something that I'll kind of I'll make it a little more like emotional or deep or whatever. Please, yeah, we love it. that. Um. I think that I look back on camp and I find that I think that's where I was able to like express my creative aspect of myself. Mm-hmm. Um. Everyone had their thing at camp. Some kids were really good at sports. Some kids were really good at, like, the creativity aspect, arts and crafts, or, like... And then the camp gave me an opportunity to, like, actually explore this idea of writing and performing with no... With a, with a safety net. And the safety net was, like, no one really cared. Right. Like, the safety net was that you can go up there and make a fool of yourself, and even if you bombed... Like, bombing at camp is very different from bombing, like, in real life, because... It's still funny because it's a it's a microcosm. It's a little bubble where like the jokes you're writing are gonna be funny because you're making like they're you're, about your you're friends. Casually making fun of someone else, like but in a positive manner. And I think that you know experiencing the laughter from 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 my peers and being able to like create something on my own from scratch, like no computer, like literally sitting in a bunk and writing and writing. pen to paper and and photocopying it in the office, and then giving everybody a copy of it and then rehearsing it and then going up and doing it in front of the whole camp. Like that's it's the like first. the indie comedy scene right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But like to be able to do that for the first time at like 13 years old 
and like really feel like I owned something and that I created something from nothing was has informed a lot of my decision making and what I want to do with my life after that. And I would a hundred percent pinpoint that like need in myself to like experiencing that for the first time I can. Yeah. I totally relate to that and feel like I had the same experience. And in addition to that, it was just Mm -hmm. like, you know, that discovery at age, you know, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. But then juxtaposed with like what was happening in my life at that time back home. And it was like, oh, no one in my middle school would have like believed that like I was this really extroverted, like funny, goofy performer at <laughs> camp because I was just like quiet and scared of what people thought about me. And like, yeah, I don't think weird. I spoke at, in school. I never said like a, a word, but at camp there, I didn't go to school with anyone that I went to camp with. But I was a completely different person. Yeah, like you literally are reinventing yourself for two months, and then you, you what was it? You wait, you wait the yeah two two for ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's ten months for two. Like it's an actual thing. It is such. I I you got that tattooed on your yeah 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 my tramp stamp tramp stamp. I was going to say, I completely agree with that. I kind of had that same experience, but as a counselor, because we have at Walden, we have this thing called Counselor Show, which is I it's sort of the same as saying maybe it's a little bit different but one or two counselors writes it at the end of the summer and they all the counselors are in it and Mm -hmm. it it has kind of like a formula but like counselors are playing the oldest kids and there's like evils and like whatever but I wrote it my fourth summer as a counselor and that was the first time that I was like yes I can do it was like very much like that and then I went on in law school I wrote and directed a bunch of skits for this big show called Law Review Mm -hmm. and it was like I totally got this. Like, yeah. yes, I know how to rhyme that stupid word with another stupid yeah. word because I wrote 8,000 songs at camp. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's... I went to theater school be, probably because I fell in love with an aspect of it at performing at camp. Going out, especially because you're so independent at camp, you're just there, like, figuring out you're with your peers figuring by out yourself. Your le- yeah, you figure yeah. out who you are. I also think that people who go to camp are better um, adapting to different scenarios very quickly. I completely agree with that. Because, like, you're so on your own and young at that moment in time, and you're, like, all of a sudden you're thrown into this world where, like, I'm living with these other people that are not my family, and I need to figure out how to cohabitate with these people Mm. and, like, create these relationships without being, like, forced into them. Because, like, as facilitative as the counselors may be, it's not the same thing. No. Yeah, absolutely. Facilitative? That's a word. word? I think that's a word. Now it is. I would say... I, I would I would say that I could definitely tell in college like kids that went to camp versus kids that didn't go definitely. to camp because kids that didn't go to camp they they like get to college and they're like I have no idea how to exist yeah. mm-hmm. and like kids that went to camp were like yeah we're just see all, your parents you know, better yeah. so, social just, skills and just, all that yeah we're like a lot more prepared yeah and that like transition from like where is my home when you're in college like. But I live here, but I go home, and it's very weird to go home again. But I feel like we're comfortable with that idea. Being yeah. Like, in some ways, I was like, Maine is my home. New York is just, like, where my stuff is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap up this beautiful conversation that we're having yeah. while uh, diving into our next segment of Would You Rathers, oh, if you right. guys will play with pool, us. A lot of pool analogies. Diving, jumping yeah. in. I like that. But they're all... They're not pool analogies. They are lake, lake analogies. analogies. I'm sorry. We did have a lake. We enjoyed the lake. We went tubing. I loved tubing. That's something I also loved. All right. Lee's going to start us off with her first would you rather. Okay. Would you rather lose a hiking boot on a hiking trip or lose a canoe paddle on a canoeing trip? Well, we definitely never went on any hiking trip in our <laughs> camp. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, we, we would walk. We would walk. Too busy tanning at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can't tan to the gym. <laughs> for a spa uh, hour. I, I guess I'd rather a paddle Shit. on a canoe trip. Because you still have the other one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, have you ever been canoeing? You only get one paddle. Only get one paddle. Oh, oh shit. But you have someone else in your canoe. Unless it's a single canoe because no one wants to be with you. What was that? Your but you could experience? always jump in the water and like push the canoe or like use your hands. Like, but if you're without a boot in the woods, like that's miserable. Yeah, yeah. that's you're true. To BH, TBH, to be honest, I wrote that one from uh, that movie Wild with Reese Witherspoon Ooh, yes, when yes, she yes, loses yes. her boot. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, that really inspired me to I, write that Would You Rather. One. Now that I know that, I really appreciate that. <laughs> would You Rather more. Okay, I great, would rather great. lose Reese Witherspoon in a, on a canoe trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know her. why. She's like a national treasure. So Bend and snap. <laughs> um, would you rather have a triple swim or triple softball? You have to describe those to me. What's a triple? Oh, swim? Uh, three triple, periods like, of three softball periods or three, of three, softball periods, or three oh. periods of swim. Like basically three hours of swim or three hours of softball. Three hours of softball. Man, he's wearing a Mets hat right now. Yeah, that, so. that uh, opposite uh, choice. For just me. because like that's a lot of time in the pool. You get pruny very. In the lake, swimming takes place in a lake. You could get out and hang out on outside the pool. Oh, I guess I would want to spend three hours. The, I'm, I'm thinking pool, but like I would spend three hours at the lake and like do like things. Yeah, yeah. you say three hours swimming. I hear. Three hours just hanging out near the water. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna change my answer. Oh, they're locked. No, I'm just kidding. They're locked in. <laughs> you read this. Great. Do I get kicked out? <laughs> All right. This is very specific to girls' camp, so I'm glad you didn't get this one, Brian. I'm I'm upset that I didn't get this. One. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather forget your tampons on a canoe trip or a hike? We're we're like very on these are trip themed. Would you rather's? Uh probably uh that's really hard. Probably a canoe trip. I don't know. I'd That's rather so forget hard. them on the canoe trip. On the canoe trip, I think. Just yeah. when you're in the woods and it like, it's the time. <laughs> the the bear smell you coming. <laughs> <laughs> Very real. I guess the shark could then smell you coming. <laughs> La- the lake shark. The lake shark. The lake shark. Loch Ness. The Loch Ness. Yeah. <laughs> Our trips are to Scotland, actually. That's how. Yeah. That's where we send our camera. <laughs> Your big trip was to Scotland. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have required summer read or bat mitzvah study? Wait, what? So at our camp, <laughs> if it was really rainy outside or really really hot, you could be uh, assigned. Not really hot. Definitely just rainy. Okay, or, just hot. Or just if rainy. you had like required summer reading. Yeah. Uh, you could be assigned to just like sit inside and read for an hour. Or to practice for your bat mitzvah. Yeah, practice your haftorah. Uh, I would say I would rather sit and listen to my cantor sing the Torah portion on my little disc tape. Oh, I, I had to, to use my boombox because that was the only thing I had a cassette tape. <laughs> Just blast in some cantor music. I was very blessed to have had my bar mitzvah not during camp, like before camp season, so I never had to be one of those awkward kids who would be pulled aside and have to be like... Yeah, they had to, like an Israeli counselor that would like... That would tutor, tutor them? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we had no tutors, but I did my bat mitzvah was in October, so I, I was yeah. studying all summer, and then and I still had to get my Torah portion cut because I didn't learn it all. Awesome. Um, so, to- yeah, I think uh, we want to thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thank um, also, worth noting that Brian is the host of another awesome podcast called Broad Wasted. Uh, every week you guys release Yeah, every Tuesday we release an episode. It's essentially... Um, a couple of friends and I, um, we're all in the theater industry in New York, and we get drunk with Broadway stars, 
and we just like talk about theater, casually talking about theater. Um, every Tuesday it's released. You can find us on iTunes. It's pretty funny. Instagram and um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Broad wasted. Uh, it's W A Y. Is that trademarked? Because Sammy can get it trademarked. I can work on that for you. B R O A D W A Y S T E D. So Broadway stead, but Broadway stead. Broadway stead. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. You should definitely listen. Awesome, Lee. Anything you want to plug? I was in Greece. Yeah, we know, Marty. We know. No, I don't have anything. You might be able to find it on VHS somewhere. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. We had so much. We learned a ton. A ton we learned a ton weekend. from you. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely informative. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for thank coming. You. Look out for Color War the Musical. Hell yeah. All right. So that was this week's episode of Happy Campers. Julia's looking at me like I'm insane. I'm, you're totally sane. Uh, that, no, that really was this week's episode of Happy Campers. And uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. And we want to give a big shout out to our Bouse producer, Allison Caden. Allison Caden. Um, also, special thanks to our guests again for coming on, Brian and Lee. And check out Brian's podcast, uh, Broad Wasted. And also, Hit us up on social media, happycamperspodcast at gmail.com. Happy Campers Podcast on Instagram. And at Happy Campers Pod on Twitter. And also, guys, like, please write in because we really want to make this an experience, a universal experience about camp, not about our camp. Yeah. This is what I said a couple hours ago, and everyone thought it was profound. And this is how I feel about life, guys. This podcast is about a diversity of voices and a diversity of experiences. Exactly. So if you want to... feel limited by our own. So we want to learn about yours, and we, wanna, uh, we want you to come on, and we want to share yeah. your experience with if the world. If you want to come on, you want to write in a story, you want to record yourself telling a story, singing a camp song, writing a song about our podcast, literally anything you want. We want you. We need you. We got to have you. We're oh like baby, glads about oh baby. you. Yeah. So please contact us on social media. We, we will be very responsive. Yeah, we will. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, day is done. Gone the sun. Out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.